Welcome to another episode of Judgy Two Shoes. I'm one of your hosts, Steve Hofstetter. I'm one of your hosts, Savannah Banana. You almost forgot your new last name. <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome to the show where we judge you, we judge each other, we judge people on the internet, we judge submitted stories, but we never judge, except favorably, our theme music. This is the part. Do we have theme music? Can we play the theme music while theme I do this? Theme music. Theme, theme music. Theme music. Okay. Did you find it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to the show. Uh, so much has happened since the last episode. Four things have happened. What four things? Um, I ate Jimmy John's. That's one thing. Um, I ate ice cream. Two things. I ate those funnel fries. Three things. And we ate nothing but kick. That's true. Those are the only four things that happened. Savannah ate four things. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, the special was recorded. Um, I was on tour for a bit. It was great. I'm home for a couple days right now. Um, I flew home. I had three days off, so I flew home. And we're recording two episodes so that we could have, uh, so that we don't have to record one Thanksgiving week. Yeah. So, well, because on Thanksgiving Day, we fly out to Denver, but yeah, I also don't want to like go too far past. You recorded your special. Yes. Which is amazing. And I want to tell you how happy I am for you. And I'm so proud of you. Thank you. And it was so fun to watch you kind of figure things out. Um, it's interesting. I think people would be like fascinated to learn like the things that you change while filming. Yeah. The like little tweaks mm-hmm. and the, yeah, some behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. One thing you didn't see because I had to go shoot it during the day was for the intro, and I don't want to give it away, but for the intro and outro, we're doing something a little bit creative. But part of it involved footage of me walking a few steps at a time in different places. And it is crazy what goes into filming me walking a few steps. Really? Yeah, because it's just setting up all the lights and making sure the shadows aren't... Did you walk correctly? uh, Only some of the time. Oh my God. (laughs) And then we had to reshoot... Um, a lot goes into it. It's that's, a whole lot. That's funny. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's do a babate. A babate. A babate. Okay. So today's babate, um, we went to the Facebook group and we asked for some submissions. And we had a lot of really fun ones. The problem is there were a lot of submissions that we just agree on. Like yeah. there, there are a lot of, there are a lot of babates that were just both like, oh yeah, that. Yeah. It's the same. But there was one that a few different people submitted that we do disagree on. Yeah. Which is, uh, if you are squeamish, shut this off right now. <laughs> but also, if you're squeamish, why are you watching anything? Yeah. There's squeamish, squish. There's squeamish stuff everywhere. Um, the debate is, do you wipe standing or sitting? This is wild to me. Okay. It had never occurred to me before that people stand. Well, I don't think people, for the most part, and look, I don't know for sure, but I don't think people are like standing up all the way, like yeah. getting up, doing some jumping jacks, reading the paper. <laughs> like, I don't know. But I think the idea of like at least getting up somewhat so that there's more of a clear path. What is in your path? Um, I'm, I'm a large person and toilet seats are... Not enormous. You have a a little butt. I do have a little butt, but I got big legs. Yeah. So like... 
So, you, to... so you're just sitting too far back on the seat? Maybe. Maybe I'm too far back. I it never is never. I have. I. I cannot believe that people. Cause like. I don't know. I just don't get it. Yeah. Cause I guess like in public restrooms, like women do like the squatty thing. Yes. So I guess technically we're standing for that. But like not nor like not for like a normal situation. Yeah, I find that, uh, that first wipe, is usually, like kind of leaning forward but then every now and then sometimes you just gotta make sure and i don't want to get too gross but you need to you need to give yourself the best angle the best chance and that's that's giving yourself just, some distance from the bowl this is super gross but like i kind of want to watch at some point because <laughs> <laughs> i have to understand what's happening here yeah i don't ever want to watch no, I get it. I get not yeah. wanting to watch, but maybe we'll do like a mock. Like a dry run? Yeah. Yeah. Pardon the <laughs> word choice. But I don't get it. So I guess I need other people to tell me more about this. Yeah. This is one where people are going to weigh in bizarrely passionately in the comments. Because your hand's flat. It's not like you have to do much. No, but like your arm and it's, there's a lot of distance between, I mean, I guess also like. You did that perfectly. No, but just even, down. but just even reaching back. I don't know. Feels uncomfortable. Feels like I really have to bend at the shoulder here. I have more pecs than you do. Yes. Maybe that's I know it. that I have no boobs. No, that's, an, I did not say boobs. I said pecs. There's a difference. Pectoral muscle. That's, that's very different. Okay, thank you. For those just listening, she booped me in my nose. Okay, also, we have to talk about this because we were talking about this last night. Yeah. Okay, first of all, your mouth makes the same movement that your butthole makes when you say the word poop as when you poop. So this poop. is this is such evidence that we took edibles before bed last night. But isn't that cool? Do it. Yes. Let me see it. Poop. Yeah, that's exactly what your butthole does, I assume. I've never yeah. watched one. Yeah, but it seems like... That's probably what happened. It would go... Whoop. And then also, we were talking about, like, what if the word boop, boop, was invented differently with poop? So if, like, they were changed. So if poop was boop and boop was poop. Yeah. Then you could go around pooping people on their nose. Also, by the way, you just sounded like that Kanye scat song. <laughs> Boopity poop, poopity poop, <laughs> boop whoop poop. Um, so yeah, like if if the reason the word poop is the word poop is because your mouth makes a similar movement as your butt, which I do not think that that is the etymology. I'm sure someone in the comments can tell us. But if that was the case, then it also could have been boop. It also could have been boob. And yeah. someone could be like, "Oh my god, I have to boob." <laughs> We all have to boob. Yes. Everybody boobs. Yeah, everybody boobs. That's the name of the book. I should be in charge of something. Uh, like deciding words? Or like just... maybe a country. Yeah. Any, any country in particular? The United States of America. You don't want to start with like a smaller one to see how you do? No. Okay. Because I think I'd do amazing. Fair. That's true. But it'd be nice to like... Vote for me. Get some experience. Savannah is running for president of this country, apparently. Oh, that was another thing that happened. 
when I was flying back. I told you about oh, this. Yeah. When I was flying back, and maybe I'm overreacting to this because it's such a small thing. But I was flying back. The people in the row behind me found out that uh, they both lived near each other somewhat. Yeah. In Wisconsin at some point. And one of the guys kept, instead of saying the country, he kept saying our nation. So, for instance, he would be like, oh, yeah, that has some of the best skiing in our nation. <laughs> Which I found to be such an oddly distinct... Way of saying. Yeah. That is a weird pattern of speech, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, where just be like, oh, yeah, that's the, that's the nicest state in the country, or that's the nicest state in our nation. It just seemed very like he was running for office. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like somebody wrote his plain speech for him. <laughs> yeah, like he's working on his plain speech. And be like, of all the places I've lived in our nation, like I would just say the country. I wonder if that's an Americanism or... One nation under Savannah. <laughs> yes. Assuming you win. Oh, please. Yeah, you'll win. Okay. Uh, we'll get enough people to vote for you if enough people watch this podcast. So tell your friends so that Savannah can be elected ruler. Uh, have, we, have we judged? Yeah, well, I yeah. think we've been pretty judgy so far. Yeah, we've been pretty judgy so far. We should have a judge-a-meter for each episode. Like on how, the screen? Yeah, like how judgy were we today? Mm. As good people can vote? Yeah. On a scale of, on a scale of, uh, of one to mother-in-law? Yeah. Like, and I don't mean... We like, don't mean each other's mother-in-law. Yeah, we mean like... The stereotypical, yeah. like, honeymooners, mother-in-law trope. Okay, should we read a story? Story time! Story time! Okay. Uh, so this episode, in addition to starting out kind of gross, is also going to get uh, a little rowdy. Spicy? There's some spiciness in this episode. Do we need a spice meter? How many chili peppers? There, there are many chili peppers, and that depends on... Whether you have to sit or stand, depending <laughs> on how many chili peppers you ate. All right, ready? Mm -hmm. I, 20F, get excited for my period so that I don't have to sleep with my boyfriend, 21M. Yes. All right, ready? I've been with my boyfriend for a few months now. As of recently, he has been wanting to have intercourse multiple times a day, every day. When I tell him I'm not in the mood or I don't want to, he says it's not a big deal, but I can tell he's upset slash annoyed. I've been counting down the days to my period so I don't have to sleep with him, but I feel terrible. I know my libido is lower compared to most people. Sleeping together once every other week would be fine for me, but it's starting to feel like a chore. One of my friends passed away a few weeks ago, and when I told him after I found out, not even 20 minutes later, he wanted to sleep with me. Also, on my latest period, he asked me to give him head right after I told him I was in so much pain due to cramps. I've started to consider dumping him, but I'm hoping there's another way to work on our relationship. I've tried talking to him about it, but nothing's really changed. Is this something to break up over? Yes, dump them. Dump that. Well, okay, we could add know. a dump -a meter too. Yeah. But yes, dump them. There's now a siren in the background. I don't know if you can hear it because it's far away from the mics. But as we said, dump them, a fire Just, truck honked twice yeah. and turned the siren on. They so, agree. Yeah. So here's. Are they are the, they coming here because the chili peppers? Because yeah, of the chili peppers. So here's here's the my take. Okay. I would dump them. Yes. But if you are like everything else about them is perfect, then I think it's just time to have a conversation. Be like, I don't know if there is something else that we can do about this. Yeah. About, like, does he need, 
Does he need to masturbate? Like, go do that. Well, okay. They are young and they've only been together a couple of months. So... But multiple times a day? Well, that's why... Because they, they're young and they've only been together a couple of months, that's why I'm like, dump, dump him. Yeah. Because this is... The idea that this is your soulmate except for that when you're 20? Yeah. Not the case. Now that said, the reason I said dump him is not just because it seems like these two people are fairly sexually incompatible. He's inconsiderate. He's very inconsiderate. The idea that she's in pain and he's still like, I need my needs met. Yeah. And also like 20 minutes yeah. After Yeah, that's crazy. after twenty minutes after she said that her friend died, he was like, Oh, you know it'll really take your mind off of this. It's creepy, is what it is. It is very creepy. And even if he was very turned on right before she told him that news, that's you should get distracted by that. Yeah. And I understand that, like, okay, look, guys in their early twenties, big horn dogs. I get that. But, and also, she is nowhere near her sexual peak. Yeah. Like, women typically will peak in their, like, late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. But the idea that he is, it's not just that they're not compatible. It's that he's a dick. Yeah. Like, he seems so, not just inconsiderate, but selfish and gross. I was so ready to judge her. Really? Just off the title. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, we should have done just Based the just on the title, I get excited for my period so that I don't have to sleep with my boyfriend. Yeah. I was ready to judge her because one, it's like, then don't have a boyfriend. Yes. And two, stop letting that stop you. But... <laughs> yeah, if, if... I mean, this shows again that they're both immature. Yeah. That, that he can't be stopped by the news of death. But he can be stopped by the idea of a little bit of blood. Yeah. It, it's weird. Yeah. It's it's immature or Puritan or something there. And look, if I understand that there are definitely women who are like, I don't want to have sex on my period because I don't feel turned on. I don't feel sexy. Yeah. Like, I get that. But the idea that a guy who would be horny otherwise is like, and and I say this judging my younger self. Like, this is something... I joked about it on stage once. It came up during a Q&A. Someone asked about it. And I just said, grow up. Yeah, I mean, there's also a difference between, like, your heaviest day of your period mm -hmm. and the rest of it. But also, like, put a condom on. That helps a lot. Yeah. And well, take a yeah. shower. Yes and no. I mean, I think m most of it gets in places where the condom isn't. Well, yeah, but I just mean like, I just feel like there's other things you can do, but like do it next to a shower or do it in the shower. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this guy apparently would, would do it in on the, a roof. Yeah. He would do it. I'm just going through the green eggs and ham thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, would you have sex on a roof? Would you have sex with a tooth? <laughs> <laughs> would you have sex with a woman named Beth? Would you have sex after death? This guy would say yes to anything. That's true. Um, I do not think, and look, I know our, our advice kind of jokingly is always like dump them. But when it comes to, uh, when it comes to um, a new relationship and when you're young, 
Like, get out of there. You got all the time in the world. You got all the time in the world to figure out what you need, and what you need is someone who respects your boundaries. That's the other thing with her. Originally, when I read this title, and I get what you were saying about, like, I was ready to judge her, I was looking at it be like, just say no when you don't want to. Yeah. And if that is harming your relationship so much, then you should not be in that relationship. Right. Now, there is an element of, like, both people do need their needs to be met. Right. I keep saying need, need, need. Yeah, yeah. But reasonably. Yeah. Like if one person is like, hey, I just, my needs aren't being met. I need to have sex every 20 minutes. <laughs> That's not reasonable. Um, you got to eat at some point. Yeah. I also feel like usually, not all the time, but usually when somebody is wanting sex that often... There's something deeper psychologically happening. Yeah. And if this is a person who needs to get off several times a day, self-soothe. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's a typically a psychological, like a, a therapy yeah. term, but physically self-soothe. Well, and I want to make it clear that I'm not talking about like anybody who wants to have more than one round a day Yeah. or in a day. I'm talking like most days they want to have sex more than once that's crazy to me and, and i don't know if i'm missing out or if i'm just like boring or what but it, like it's not just more than once it seems like it is like several times a day that's how i knew they were young even without the ages because i'm just like don't you have things to do yeah people to see like yeah people to see food to eat food to eat work like don't you oh, have yeah. something work. yeah <laughs> there was a thing that <laughs> some of us have sometimes work like it just, it seems utterly ridiculous that he's like, no, I want sex all the time, regardless of funerals, regardless of anything else. It, it just seems, it, they're incompatible and he's a prick. Judged. Judged. All right. Should we do another spicy one or let's take a break? Let's take a break from the spice. Because there, yeah, there's another spicy one. All right. This is not the spicy one. I must be clear. Because if I said this is the spicy one, it would be real bad. All right. Am I the asshole for refusing to give up my career to raise my half-sister? Um, no. I, I don't think anybody should have to give up their career. For anything? No. I think that you should be able to live the life that you want to live. I think that there, every now and then you have to give something up for the results of your actions. But I don't think, like, if you create a child, mm -hmm. you have to take care of that child. And yeah. if that gets in the way of your career, it gets in the way of your career. Yeah, but getting in the way of your career and giving up a career are, I think, are two different things. That's true. Although, I don't know. I think the phrasing on that is a little, like, I wonder what career you have that you have to give up completely to raise a child. Let's find out. Okay. Before we do, though, I would say that if you can help someone who needs help, that doesn't mean you have to help someone who needs help. You can make that decision, absolutely. But if you are helping someone at your own detriment, then you are also hurting someone, and that someone is you. Yeah. And there are a lot of people who look at this as, like, sacrifices of virtue. I don't think so. It depends on the situation. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Um, my mom became unable to work due to losing function in her legs and right arm from suffering a stroke. 
So this left no one available to care for my half-sister, as her father isn't currently in the picture and doesn't want to take her in and just sends child support checks once a month. This led to my mother reaching out to me and asking if I could take her in, since she could no longer afford full-time care for herself while having someone take care of her. I told her that I couldn't take care of a kid, and I wouldn't even want to if I could, and she's got to find some other solution. This is mainly due to me having to travel internationally every other week for work. So I told her that not many jobs would pay nearly as well if I worked locally, and it would be a pain to find another job near where we live. I also told her that it would be a terrible financial decision for me to give up a really good job in a lucrative industry just so I could parent a kid that I didn't want in the first place. She tried to offer the child support amount as compensation, but that doesn't even cover the cost of raising a kid, much less the six-figure pay cut I could take by switching jobs. So I told her there's nothing I can do for her and to try other options. Ooh. I have some thoughts. I have some thoughts, too. Do you want to go first? Um, you can go first. Okay. So my thoughts are, I think it is completely fair to say, no, I'm not taking this child in. Mm-hmm. 100% completely fair. Now, I think if you're the type of person who is boasting about how much money you're making in your field, yes, sounds like you could probably help in a financial way. Yes, absolutely. This guy is talking about worrying that he'd have to take a $100,000 pay cut. Mm-hmm. Not lose a $100,000 job and not be able to get another, but a pay cut of $100,000 a year. Right. So how about you go, hey, I can't raise this kid, mm-hmm. but I'm going to put 50000 down to help. Yeah. That's a different way of doing it. And I know... It's a live-in nanny. Yeah. And, and look, <clears throat> you're not obligated. It is not your child. It is your direct family though Mm -hmm. it's your direct family that you seem to have a fine relationship with yes and yeah there's a difference between someone like you never hear from them unless they want something from you Mm -hmm. this is something where like your mother had a stroke yeah you by taking care of this kid you're helping take care of your mother also i wonder how old the kid is yeah i would like to know how old the kid is but the idea that they're bragging about basically making a fortune yeah because they're talking about how give up a really good job in a lucrative industry and also to look for a new job would be a pain. Not impossible. Not That's just not the way my field works. Yeah. Like, look, if I were to stop touring completely, that would completely change my job. Yeah. There is no way to go, all right, I'm just going to be a full-time comedian in Pittsburgh who doesn't leave. I would have to lean into uh, producing. I would have to shift gears into maybe content creation. I mean, there mm-hmm. are other ways to be involved in creative works. Yeah. But you can't be a comedian without touring unless you live in Vegas and have like a residency. Or you can, you know, New York or LA, but then your expenses are higher. So it's tough. Um, that does not sound like this profession. No. The way he's describing it, it's he sounds like a finance bro. And also, I'm assuming he. I don't know if it ever you, said. Yeah, I assumed she. Oh, I assumed he because of how much of a selfish finance bro <laughs> type person this, they seem. Um, I, I think that it, it seems like... Look, this is a person who is living their dream, whatever their dream is. Yeah. And their dream is being an international jet-setting business person, mm-hmm. whatever gender they might be. Um, but at the same time, like, 
there are jobs in finance or whatever international smuggling or whatever work that they're doing. Yeah, well, and... They're like, this job for BlackRock pays a lot, okay? Well, and, here, and here's the thing. Like, I absolutely agree. You don't have to change your job. You don't have to change whatever. But I do think it makes you the asshole to sit here and be like... I'm not going to inconvenience myself at all for my mother who had a stroke and my half-sister who didn't ask for any of this. Yes. You're, you're, we're forgetting that there's a child who did not ask for their dad not to be involved and for yeah. their mother to have a stroke. Yes. And I wish we knew more about this. I wish we knew where it was because there are assistance programs that she probably qualifies for. Yeah. Um, there are other routes where, you know... He, he or she could help. I yeah. still want to call him he. It just seems it's like fine. such it seems like such finance bro behavior. Um but I I think just the idea of like I'm enjoying being wealthy and it would be a real inconvenience to only be kind of rich. <laughs> so therefore no. Um it's Well you're the asshole for not trying to think of other solutions. Yes. For just being like, ugh, this annoying ask this annoying favor is in my life and am I, I can't believe I have to be the asshole and say no here like you can come up with other solutions yeah um I've I've told you about this before but my my ex's brother had uh some issues and potentially needed to be taken care of and without even a second thought I was just like yeah he can move in with us yeah because that was needed and we had the resources to make that happen. Now at the time, I mean, those resources were, you know, uh, the home office I was using could have been a very small bedroom. Right. But it was it, still... It, was, it would be an option. Yeah. Right. It would have been an option. And it would have been difficult. I would have had a tour more to take care of food and, you know, basic needs. But it's still something that I would have done. Now, is that something that everybody needs to do? No. Is it something that you should try to think of a solution if you are in a position to? Yes. Yeah. I think so. That's I what. Agree. Yeah, that's what family is. Especially when I say family, I don't mean because you happen to be related to someone. I mean this sounds like they have a good relationship with their mother, and and potentially even the half sister. Absolutely. If this is someone who's like not in your life otherwise, all right, that's not fair. Right. But if this is someone who you are close to or who is close to someone who you are close to, then at least give it a shot. Try to help. Yeah. Judged. Yeah. Judged. Back to spice. Back, Back to, to spice. spice. All right. We're spicing it up. Ready? Spicy. Okay. Whew. This is going to be the spiciest we've ever been on the show. Really? Yes. Help. My girlfriend wants me to come on her teddy bears. Let me point out, teddy bears, not a euphemism. I was worried it was when I first saw the story. I was like, what are her teddy bears? This is so funny. I'm really glad it's not a euphemism. I wish it was. <laughs> Instead of actual teddy bears? All right. Um, this is relationship advice. This is not an am I the asshole. But uh, let's judge based on the subject line. I'm going to say dump them, I think. Yeah, if that's something that you're very much not into and that they need, they need to find someone who 
wants to do that. I'm just thinking of the cleanup process. I mean, maybe she wants a one and done. Maybe it's like that's how she says goodbye to each teddy bear. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Yeah, the cleanup process on that would be monstrous. But also, like, I do think that if it doesn't matter to you, like, I... I don't know that... You think you could? You think you could? If it's in the heat of the moment, yeah, I guess so. Like... I think it would just take me out of it too much. Well... I swear, like, Steve's going to bring a teddy bear home one day. (laughs) I think guys are a little different. And also, most of the time, you know, like, like I never, I never got the, like, people who need to come on someone's face or something like that, like, that that's the only thing that they can do. But. Yeah. What if, I hope she also wants him to choke them out. Choke out the teddy bears? Yeah. Oh my God. It'd be incredible. <laughs> also, how big are these teddy bears? I need more information. Mm. Yeah, if it's like one of those giant, like, human-sized teddy bears, you went at a carnival, like, he just comes with yeah. a teddy bear, and they're like, anything from the top row. It's reversed. <laughs> oh, no. Is that how the carnival gets the teddy bear back? Um, I, I don't know. I think, um, okay, to get very personal and spicy. Oh, no. Um, when I was, uh, when I was in my early 20s, and I did not, like, have my own place. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going out with someone, and we were on a date, and we kind of started hooking up in my car. Mm-hmm. And at one point, she said, where do you want to come? And my thought was just, not on the upholstery. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is my car. This is important to me. I would rather not come than have to clean up my car from yeah. it. Yeah. So I, I think uh, I think for me it's just a it's you just have a question to finish of, the story. It's well, oh, like where? Yeah, just it, on her. Okay, <laughs> she like, decided to, okay. you know. But um, did you have to like open your console and get the five hundred napkins from Taco Bell <laughs> uh, for her? Yeah, that was uh, that was like uh, pre Chipotle napkin hoarding days. Um, but yeah, I'm sure there was, you know, he cleaned off with something. It was too long ago to remember that specific. But I do remember being like not on the upholstery. That's so funny. Yeah. All right. Can we read this? Okay. Um, so he's 27, she's 25. I and my girlfriend have been dating for three years now. Um, I'm already, I'm already not a fan of the grammar. All right. I think everything has been going well. We have lots in common and great communication. I genuinely think I haven't had a relationship quite like this one. She makes every day so much better just by being there, which is why we had the idea recently to move in together. We have been in the process of moving for three months now, and it's going well. Three months? Uh, We found a place that seems decent, and we have already started moving in and making it our own. Now, here's where we get into the problem. Last night, my girlfriend was acting strange. She had been much quieter than usual, and I found this very weird since she's usually quite talkative. When I asked her what was up... She started initiating intimacy with me. Of course, I'd always, uh, I'd always be down, but I found it strange since she seemed almost angry a few minutes prior. After a while, um, I was about to climax, and she stopped me and said, now do it on that. When I looked where she was pointing, her squishmallow stuffed bear sat in the corner of our bed. I, oh, my God. I think this story is fake, and it's just an ad for squishmallow. 
This is, this is guerrilla marketing. All right. I said, what? But she was serious and I couldn't get myself to do it. And now she's mad and we haven't talked since yesterday. Is this a more common kink than I thought? I'm not even sure it's very clean to do that since we'd have to wash the bear every time. The issue really is that she seems so serious about this and I know how she is when she gets this way, not talking to me for 15 hours over this and we just moved in together. Is this what they mean when they say you see someone's true side when you live with them? I'm wondering now, should we break up or should I get over it and stick with her? Stick, fun. Uh, it sounds like you, where's the conversation? Yeah, yeah, there's no, and I know he's saying that she's not talking to him now, but I think he's probably just having trying to have a like an everyday conversation and not yeah. addressing it. Yeah, like, but if it's like, I just don't <laughs> understand why people don't talk. Yeah, again, like everything in this podcast, it boils down to poor communication. But if this is something, so I have a theory. Okay. If indeed she was acting real weird and then suddenly was like, I'm going to see if I can get him to do this. I think this is something she either read on the internet, heard from a friend, saw in a movie, something like that. And she decided to see if she could make it happen. Because this seemed, for it to come out of nowhere, huh? for it to come out of nowhere and also follow a, like it, it wasn't like while they were hooking up and she just, it seems like the way he described it, that she was setting this up for that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I didn't see it that way, but like maybe, but like, I think I would just need to know why. Like, I think I would just ask why. Yeah. And again, whose job is it to clean it up? Yeah, is... Is she like, don't worry, I'm thinking, it's hard enough donating to, this to charity? <laughs> it's hard enough. Like, it's hard enough to get it off of skin. Can you imagine? I don't know. I guess you could just I don't know what kind of fabric the, a squishmallow is made of. Is it something? Is like it washable? T- yeah, it's like a teddy bear material. Okay, well, I, didn't, I don't know, because sometimes they're like, something like that seems more like pillow-like. Because so, some is, stuffed like, animals are more like furry, and some are more... Okay, so, oh, like a fleece. Oh, yeah, that's... You would have to put it in the washer. Yeah, and even then, who knows? But, Mm. yeah, I just... I just don't understand why people don't talk. Yeah. Like, I get, like, not coming right out and being like, I have a kink where if you come on teddy bears, I come. Like, I get not just starting it like that. Oh, no, that's... that's, You put that in your Tinder profile. Mm. Yeah. That's first date stuff. Be like, uh, she says that and he just goes, and I'll have the stick. <laughs> like, that's just how you start off the relationship. Um, I do think that if you are into something that is seen as m- more than just vanilla, mm-hmm. that is a conversation you have before you ask for it. Yeah. Like, if you, especially in a loving relationship. This was not... A sex worker. This was not a one night stand. These are two people apparently taking a year to move in together. And when I say taking a year to move in together, I mean the idea that like they've been moving for three months. I was like, what? You know what's funny is that like I was thinking about it and I guess I could have saved this for the questions later, but I won't. Yeah. If like you, I can't think of something that you or anyone could ask me 
to do in the bedroom that would like make me have a weird reaction like that other than like I am not a flexible person so like my worst nightmare is somebody asking me to do something that I can't physically do because I am so not flexible I think if we combine one story with the question I would not at all be into if someone like needed me to be into like bathroom stuff yeah at the, no I couldn't do it the idea of being yeah. to me and look I don't want to kink shame. Everybody's into their stuff. But yeah. you need to find someone else who is also into the stuff you're into. And warn and, them. Yeah. And not expect that everyone will be into the same stuff you're into. Yeah. There are some people who, like, wouldn't even want to spank somebody. Yeah. There are people who, like, there are some people who are like, oh, I'd like to be lightly choked. And there are some people who are like, punch me in the face. Yeah. And it just, you need to find the person you're compatible with on that. Or people, depending on what someone's into. What if I wanted you to wear a onesie every time? A onesie? Mm-hmm. Ooh. I think just the sheer logistics of it. Yeah. No. I would be... And it w- would it be like a onesie with a hole? Yeah. And then well, and then we'd have to clean that? <laughs> like a fleece onesie? <laughs> yeah. And look, there, like, there are people who are into all kinds of different stuff. And there's a huge spectrum of sexuality. But you can't expect your partner to be exactly where you are without talking to them about it. It's wild. And someone in a loving relationship will most likely push a boundary for someone else and try something. There are, when I think about it, like the immovable boundaries for me would be um, a significant amount of pain. Yeah. Not in a pain. Like even (laughs) what? We can cut this out if you want. But here's the story. Okay. Uh, you're not into pain so much that like I had like barely put my nails on you. And you were like, you like kind of backed away from me and you were like, don't use your nails. Well, there's a reason for that. <laughs> so uh, after I got divorced. How dare you? When. Well, well thank well, you. The divorce part is <laughs> the okay part. After I got divorced. Um, I hadn't, so I hadn't dated anyone, hooked up with anyone for almost eight years. And one of the first people I went out with afterward, um, had some nails and I was unaware of this because this is just not something I had ever been exposed to before. And at the time I was like. Like, as it was happening, I was like, okay, I f- this is, you know, this, doesn't f- this part doesn't feel great, but it's turning her on, and so that's a nice thing to do. Yeah. And then afterward, I walked by the mirror, and I was like, oh my god, I have just been assaulted. Were like, you bleeding? Um, I was not bleeding. Then grow up. But I had, <laughs> I had, no exaggeration, more than a hundred red lines on my back. Yeah. Like just scratch everywhere. I looked like I had barely won a fight with a cat. Yeah. Barely. Um, and I I was just like, I don't I don't like this. And even at the time, during it didn't really hurt. But afterward, like my back stung for like three days. I will tell you that you have changed the way that I have sex. So Yeah. I was a nail person. Oh. Well, 
how dare you? But, I don't know what to say. But just yeah. as a general reminder, Steve asked me not to, and I have not done it since. Yes, because that is what you do with someone that you care about, and even someone who you don't care about. Even, yeah. Yeah, you just, it's, it's kind to, like, it's kind to push your boundaries a little bit, but also kind to respect someone else's. Yeah, wild how that works. Yeah. Judged. Judged. I oh, think. wait. We didn't really fully judge because we didn't give advice. I would say... But it's an Am I the Asshole? Um, no, it's not an oh, Am I the an, Asshole. Oh. It's a relationship advice. I would say <laughs> the advice is talk to them, have an adult conversation about this, explain that you know it, it gives you an icky feeling or whatever it is. And maybe try it once. Yeah. And you know maybe uh, start uh, with a towel. <laughs> you know? Start with a towel pretending it's a bear. Yeah, yeah. Start with a towel that you've sharpied a face onto. <laughs> Start with a towel. Buy a towel with a bear's face. Yeah. There are print towels. Buy a bear towel. <laughs> Start it with that. Maybe put a towel over the bear. And look, if this is something that genuinely disturbs you, you need to tell her it's it's a it's yeah. an immovable boundary for you. Because it could kind of be just like she didn't want it on her. Yeah. So. She was like, I can throw that in the wash. Yeah. Yeah. It could be less maniacal than they're making it out to be. Yeah. All right. Judge. Judge. Very spicy. <laughs> All right. We do another one? One more. Am I the asshole for ignoring my boyfriend after he went to hang with his friends after I had surgery? Less spicy. What's your guess? Even though I have been prone to do this myself... Yeah. I always think it makes you an asshole to ignore somebody. Absolutely agree. I think... Well, that's not true. Somebody that you care about. Yes. Absolutely agree. If you're in a loving relationship with someone, even if you need a week, even if you need a significant amount of time yeah. to be able to say, hey, I'm really upset about something you did. I need my space. Yeah. I'll talk to you in two days or whatever it is. You know, leave me alone until you hear from me. But just ghosting somebody that you're in a relationship with, that's wild. garbage. It's wild behavior. Absolute garbage. Okay. So I, 20 female, and my boyfriend, 22 male, have been dating for nine months. Um, I just got my wisdom teeth removed yesterday and have been in horrible pain, and my face has been swollen to the size of grapefruits. Grapefruits? Um, I'm at my parents' house, so I'm not alone, but the only person I really wanted to be here was my boyfriend. The day of the surgery, he had work, so I couldn't see him until around 7 p.m. He woke me up this morning around 11.30 a.m. saying that his friend invited him to go to Bass Pro Shop and he wanted to go. I asked him to stay and once he left, uh, told him that he was the only person I wanted to be with and this was his response. Quote, it's almost as if you went to your parents' house so they would care for you. I was there all night and this morning, honey, so me leaving for a bit isn't hurting anything while we're there, while they're there. And then he said, honey, you told me I would show up Friday, then leave Saturday and come back Sunday to pick you up. I'm literally coming back later today. After that, I've been ignoring him. In his defense, I did tell him he didn't have to stay with me all weekend, but I didn't know I would be in so much pain and react so horribly to the surgery. I was also pretty mad when he left and sent him some mean texts. If you ever have surgery or sick, I'm going to remember this. It's almost like I didn't have a choice and the only person I actually wanted here left to go shopping. So she said those things to him. Am I the asshole? So I have a couple of thoughts. Yeah. I think, I think that he shouldn't have left to begin with. Yeah. I totally get 
that it is probably very boring and annoying, possibly, to just sit in somebody else's house all day and occasionally talk to your significant other when they're conscious. But it is one weekend of your goddamn life. Yes, and the idea that you would be bored at all in today's atmosphere. The idea that with your phone and a computer and a TV set that you would be bored at all. I also think, like I'm just thinking about like you and me. Yeah. It would have to be like for you, I think, based on what you have shown me in our relationship, it would have to be like the most important show of your life to not cancel it if I was reacting badly to surgery. Yeah, I think I think if it were a show where it would like cost us a whole lot of money to yeah. cancel, um, I would at least try to work through all the options. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I would cancel anything if you were in what seems to be this amount of pain. Yeah. Um, I understand that she was wrong about how much she would need him. But it also seems like she doesn't need him to do the waiting on her hand and foot. Her parents it's are doing comfort. that. Yeah, she needs him to feel loved and to feel okay. Now that said, her reaction, also shitty. Yeah. Her reaction of, I'll remember this when you yeah. get sick. Like, it's a 20-year-old response for sure. Yes. It's something where either break up or don't. But... The idea of staying with someone just to hold something against them and then ignoring them, that's immature also. And the sarcasm in the response, like just, hey, I'm going through a really tough time and the one thing that would make it better would be for you to be here with me. I will say that his shitty text to her about it's almost as if you went to your parents' house so that they could take care of you. Yeah, I think he said that. I don't think that was a text. I'm not sure. Okay, I don't care yeah. if it was a text message or he said it out loud. Fair. The idea of like, like just dismissing what she had said. Yes. Because she had other help. Like she wasn't asking for help. She was asking for you. Yeah, she was and asking like, for love. And why are you not, why are you not honored that that what makes her feel better is your presence? Yeah, and also, why are you not just shopping online? <laughs> like, what do you need to go to Bass Pro Shops for? The I did like that she included that detail because it does show that, like, this wasn't, oh, I had important plans with my friends. You know, my brother's in from out of town. Yeah. This was like, hey, we're going to the mall. Yeah. But also, one thing that was weird was in parentheses, and I skipped this part because I was like, what does this matter? But I do want to make fun of it. In parentheses, when she said Bass Pro Shop, she put in parentheses Opry Mills. Like, that was the specific location that he wanted to go to. Well, I think that was the point because it was further away. It was, like, back to where, like, they live, not where her parents live. And so it was, like, he would be gone not only the hour it would take to get there. Oh, okay. But then for the whole shopping trip and the hour back or yeah. whatever it was. Which makes sense if she put where she lives in this. And Co- correct. Yeah, yeah. This is... Uh, Again, very poor communicators. Yeah. Just even even a poor t- storyteller. But I just, I think that you can, you know what? You can miss lunch. You can miss. Yeah, I feel so good 
and this is weird to say, when you're sick and you, <laughs> and you, I don't, and you like want me around yeah. or you are just like, like before we were dating and you said like, can you stay here? And like, yeah, like it's nice to feel wanted. Yeah. Like your presence gives me comfort. Yeah. And that's a positive thing. Um, there are some people who, especially they're 20 and 22, there are some people who get into a relationship because they want to be in a relationship. Yeah. Because they want to be able to say, oh, I have a girlfriend or, oh, I have a boyfriend. Not because, hey, this person is my person. Yeah. And I think that that changes more as you get older because you realize that like you could be self-assured and like, oh yeah, being alone isn't a bad thing. Mm -mm. Um, the reason we're together is because I enjoy being with you much more than I enjoy being single. And if that weren't the case, we wouldn't be together. Right. And that's basic logic. And I think for some people when they're first starting to date, um, that's not the case. When they're first starting to date, they're just like, oh, this person is willing to be committed to me. That's cool. Yeah. I'll do that. Um, I just dump them. Dump them. Yeah, dump them. And don't hold it for a later argument. <laughs> if this person doesn't understand why what they did was wrong, then they shouldn't be in your life. Agreed. Judged. Judged. All right, let's ask some questions. Question time. Okay. Um, I want to ask about handling being sick. Okay. When you are sick or hurt or somehow incapacitated, um, do you prefer to be waited on like you don't have to do anything whatsoever? Or do you want me to help you with your necessities but still feel independent? I don't want to be independent ever. <laughs> it doesn't matter if I'm sick. It's a very fair answer. <laughs> the dishes need done. Independence, schmindependence. <laughs> we should call this episode schmindependence. I love the fact that I can be independent if I have to be. Yeah. But I don't want to. I, when I'm sick, what, here's the issue. Yes. You will never get it right. <laughs> Because I am so excited to know that. <laughs> because when I'm sick, I don't know what my mood's gonna be the next time I'm sick. Yeah. Like, if I want to be cuddled, mm -hmm. great. It's rare, I think, when I'm sick that I want to be like actually cuddled. I like when you're nearby. I like to put my feet on you. Um. She means my face, by the way. It's <laughs> very intrusive, especially when we're watching TV. <laughs> um. But yeah, I like I like when you go get me water like when I have a headache and you do mm -hmm. all the extras and stuff like that um yeah does that answer your question I'm not sure I think for the most part um yeah for me I think that if like if I have a, a really bad cold mm -hmm. that will last you know because I mean neither one of us has had like a really, really bad prolonged illness yeah. that the other one has had to take care of. You know, you you basically almost broke your foot. Or did you break it? It was, it was like border fracture. Yeah. I don't know what it was. It was fracture would probably yeah. be correct. And, and that was, of course, difficult because there were things you simply couldn't do. Mm -hmm. um, but for the most part, we have dealt with each other having like a cold or 
a lighter case of COVID. And so I think which the symptoms were fairly similar. Well, and usually when I'm sick, you're gone anyway. Yeah, that's true. I schedule my tour around you getting sick. I know. As soon as I start to hear those sniffles, I'm like, oh, Reno. I got to go to Reno. I thought you hated Reno. No, but it's, it's, I have to. Um, I, there's, there's always going to be like a night or two when I'm just at my peak of like, I can't stand this, that I will want to be babied. But for the rest of it, like, I just want some basic comfort. And whether that is like, oh, hey, let's get, like for me, I'm big into chicken soup when I'm sick. Mm -hmm. And I know that a lot of people are. And I, and like for me, it was something I grew up on for sure. But I like like Chinese food chicken soup when I'm sick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Like, oh, good good pint of uh, chicken noodle soup from, from a good Chinese place. That's great. Um, I want help, but I don't want to feel like I can't do anything. Yeah. If that makes sense. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. What's your question? Is there anything that I do that you think is super cool? Um, yeah. And this is something that we, that we joke about. But uh, you have a killer sense of humor. <laughs> and you like to joke about how like the world will never know how funny you are. Yeah. And, you know, part of the good thing about this podcast is some people have found out how funny you are. But just, there are just things sometimes that really catch me off guard. Um, today, we were uh, adding to our wedding registry. We were, you know, registering. And they ask us at the store, because they're taking our info, and they ask us if I have the same address as you do. And before I could even say yes... Savannah just goes, oh, yeah, we're living in sin. <laughs> and it was so hilarious, both because of how quick it was and because of how uncomfortable <laughs> the staff got. Because one of the staff cracks up laughing, but then also doesn't know if she should laugh. Like, are you saying this as someone joking around or are you saying this embarrassed by it? But she's forced our hand now that we have to fill out this paperwork. <laughs> There was so much to it, and it was, it was just great. And, like, you know, there, there are times where you very much catch me off guard and make me laugh, and that's a hard thing to do. I travel with professional comedians who don't make me laugh as often as you do. Aww. Now, you and I spend more time together. We do. But um, you're very, very funny. I'm just going to start asking questions at the end of the podcast where you just have to compliment me. Yeah, I love you're that. Like, what compliment have I not heard yet? Go. <laughs> Um, things that I think you do that are super cool. Um, even though it is to my happiness detriment, the detriment of my happiness. Mm -hmm. I love how organized you are. That makes me cool. Yeah. So the, the venues for our wedding. Yeah. You keeping track of that was like everything to me. Oh, I had quite the spreadsheet. I had the but type it wasn't, of... But it wasn't even just like the fact that it was a spreadsheet. I know that's like a big thing that people talk about because you do have a lot of spreadsheets, but you're not an Excel person. Yeah, I'm not I'm not doing all kinds of formulas. Yeah. I just, I like spreadsheets for the most part because you can sort things mm -hmm. and you can easily compare things. Yeah. But I think my wedding spreadsheet was something that like 
I think I should share it with the world. <laughs> it was, well, because we ended up looking at, I mean, we contacted more than 50 venues. Yeah. And we ended up looking actually in person, I think, what was it, 19? Yeah, it was Something a lot. Like we, I mean, we did 12 in Columbus in two days, I think. Yeah. And Nine so, or something, something stupid. Yeah. So we did, we looked at a lot, but the thing that the spreadsheet did was compare, you know, it had a column for availability and a column for like all the different pricing because there's base price and then there's what's the catering going to average out to, you know, because if it's included or if it isn't, um, do so you have to pay extra for the dishes? Do you have to pay? package. Yeah, exactly. Like there's a million little upsells from each of them. And so to be able to put it all in one place and compare it to an actual number instead of, I think it, I think it happened, this is going to be weird, but it's baseball cards that did it. <laughs> it was when I was growing up and I got super into just the stats on the back of a baseball card. And part of what drives me crazy now as a baseball fan is that a lot of stats are new. And I know that that's weird to say, but it used to be the way you judge a hitter was batting average, runs, RBIs, home runs, and occasionally, like if you're really into it, like, okay, well, this guy stole the bases, this guy's a good doubles hitter. But now there are all these like percentages because they're trying to compare people across positions and across eras. Right. And sometimes people talk about some, the, some stat line of some guy, and I'm like, I have no idea what that means. And so I feel very behind. But I was trying to do that with weddings. Well, and like, I also want to point out that it's not just like your organization as far as like the spreadsheets go and whatever, but I even mean like something I don't do that I wish I did, and I don't know that I'll ever be that person, is when something needs done, you just do it. Like immediately. I will be doing the dishes, and I'll yell upstairs that we need dish soap. And like within 30 seconds, you yelled out back down the stairs that you've ordered it. I would wait until I ran out of dish soap to order it, and then I wouldn't do dishes for three days while it got delivered. And let me tell you, that is not something that would have happened before you could order stuff online so easily. Yeah. Like, if it was something where you're like, we need dish soap, I'd have been like, okay, let me try to write it down and remember the next time we go grocery shopping. Yeah, but I still feel like you would be the type of person that would look ahead. Yeah. That you would be like, oh, we have enough dish soap for another, like, two weeks. I should put it on the list. Yeah, that is true. I, I don't like to... I don't like to create more work for myself in the long run. Yeah. And if, you know, if I know, like, we're running low on dish soap, I don't want to have to go out and get dish soap when it happens. I would much rather it just be delivered to us and handed to us, and then we'll just have it. I think... I just have very little cares in the world. I don't know. I yeah. just feel like you care about a lot of things and I <laughs> don't. All right, I'll take that. Uh, speaking of caring about a lot of things, anything to tell these people? Yes. Steve will tell them to you now. <laughs> okay. Um, well... Uh, so this episode, uh, comes out, I'm trying to think of, of where I will be. I think I've got Nashville, um, Cincinnati, Youngstown, Ohio, maybe Little Rock and possibly Wichita. 
coming up this next week. And then um, go see the movie premiere in Denver and Minneapolis. Denver's Thanksgiving weekend. Minneapolis is December 5th. Go see the movie premiere, Handyman from Hell. I will be hosting both of them live. I will be taking questions live. We'll be doing a costume contest. And in Minneapolis, I have a very special guest uh, coming there with me that will be uh, announced at the show. So uh, get your tickets. That's rude because I can't go to that one. I know. I'm sorry. I didn't even try to make it happen. They just reached out to me and I was like, cool. Come on, come hang. Fun. Um, and then, uh, and then of course the big Australia, New Zealand trip. So, uh, in the second half of December and the first week of January, um, tons of Australia, New Zealand shows. Um, Brisbane is now, I think 12 tickets from sold out already. Uh, Newcastle is getting close to sold out. Um, so, so get your tickets if you are watching this from Australia or New Zealand. Nice. Yeah. We did it. We did it. Also, review the podcast. Um, if you enjoy the show, please make sure to give us a review. Go to judgytwoshoes.com. That'll take us, that'll take you, we'll still be here. That'll take you right to the podcast page on Apple. Um, you can also review it on Spotify or any of the other places that it airs. Um, and little programming note, uh, next week is the Thanksgiving episode uh, because it comes out on Thanksgiving. So next week is the Thanksgiving episode for those of you who watch this outside of America, I hope you will get the references. Um, and then also we will be taking a little bit of a break for December because we will be traveling across the world. Um, we will announce those dates soon. But keep watching. Awkward, Awkward goodbye. goodbye. This is the part. Do we have theme music? Can we play the theme music while theme I do this? Music. Theme, theme music. Theme music. Theme music. Okay. Did you find it?